You about to record this as a podcast? Uh, uh, duh. Okay. Damn, my life is too built for that. Hey, man, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. We coming to 2020. This is a new year. This is a new you. This is a new me. So if you haven't done already, man, get you another form of income in your pocket, my baby. Go ahead, start recording the podcast, man. Shout out to Anchor, man. So don't pussyfoot around because it's free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be easily heard on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all that other stupid dumb shit that niggas like to listen to motherfucking podcasts. And you can make some cheese from that podcast with no minimum listenership. So everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You punk bitch. <coughs> That's the vibe. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, man. You already know what time it is, man. Gotta just gotta get a little more consistent with this shit, man. But hey, but you already know what it is, man. You already know who I am, man. Got Michi in this bitch. Spiff in this motherfucker. Yes, sir, man. And we got a special guest. He'd have been on a pod before, but he's back again. Introduce yourself, young man. Man, it's Solo, but you know, my artist name Solomon Rich, but you were, uh, already called me Solo and shit, you know. Yeah, still sir. the same Solo. Dude. Still the same Solo, man. My nigga Rich. Solomon Rich. Rich in game, all that shit, man. Well, we gonna let this one rock out for a little bit, man. Got the nice shot they rocking in this bitch. You no, know, you know it's smooth shit over. Shout out to my nigga Double O. Yes, sir, man. But yeah, man. That's what it is, man. What y'all niggas been on, man? Starting with you, Spiff, man. What, what, what shit you been on, man? Every time I'm over here, ain't no hoes around this bitch, man. What's going on? Hey, that's me, man. You know the struggle, but I just been, you know, focusing on that bag, though. The hoes ain't present, but the bag is, my nigga, we living over here, bro. Yes, sir. Man, when I... When I originally called you and shit earlier, I ain't know Solo is gonna be over here and shit and whatnot. But I'm glad my young nigga is here, man. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad to be on this bitch, man. Y'all be talking about some real <laughs> shit on this bitch, man. I be really listening, man, picking up all the game. But another reason why I'm happy my, my young dog is here, man. My young dog dropped this motherfucker his first project, man. Clap it up for my young dog in this bitch, man. So I'm glad I'm glad you just so happened to be on the pod this week because I'm I really wanted to ask you a couple things about the about the album, man. Please let you know people know the name of it, you know, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, I just dropped that Color Me Bad and shit, you know, it's on all streaming platforms, you know. Solomon Rich, Color Me Bad, you know. Yes, sir, man. You know what? And and we were just talking about it, but I was just saying, man, like how how I'm so proud of y'all niggas. You you per se, 
to to drop this project because I just seen you come up since we was you know young fellas. You know what I mean? From from rapping in the cars to just seeing this little nigga grow up, man. And and Spiff, you can you could definitely say something about this, man. It's like we watched this little nigga grow up to the point where as now he dropping this album and shit, you know, streaming going up as he as he done told niggas. Is is getting outside of Michigan, niggas in Kentucky listening to this shit and everything, man. It's it's crazy, man. It's wild, it's definitely a humbling experience just to see him come up, bro. Like I moved to Atlanta probably like four years ago, back when he was probably like a freshman in high school. Before I left, like, if you know, like, Detroit music, like, you know that nigga Woods. Like, I was like, Woods, before I leave, make sure you get him in the studio and cultivate that talent. That's all I ask, my nigga. Like, if you need anything else from me, let me know. But that's all that I ask. And then I come back, you know, I've been here maybe like a year and a half, two years, and then, you know, that's the result of, uh, you know, just getting in the lab and shit like that. Just, you know, this project right here. Yeah. And it's it's real good when you got solid people around that, you know, after you after you did shade to Atlanta, that you, you know, put them in contact with some good people, you know, like Woods, like the, you know, like my nigga Swish, you know, like Choice and all them niggas, man. So it's always good, man. Hell yeah, man. Big shout out to my CMC family, dog. They really, you know, they really helped me a lot in this process, like, of making the album and just inspiration, dog. Like, I've been, I've been gaining so much inspiration from them, like, when I first linked with them back in, like, 2015. I was, like, 16, but, like, you know, I was coming in the studio with them niggas trying to outrap all them niggas and shit. As man. you should. For real, for You're real. the young dog. But, yeah, man, big shout out to them, dog. My dog, Nizer, man. Shout yeah, out to Nizer, man. Yeah, he got a project coming out, too, man. That bitch is a classic, dog. Yeah. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't know if niggas really realize, man. Like, like solo, really, like our young dog for real. I know, I know. Spiff remember this shit, man. It was years ago. You was, you was still staying here in the city and shit at that time, man. I don't know, I don't know what the occasion was, but we, we had slid down to uh on a cuz. <laughs> you already know what to say. Man, hey, it takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> but man, we was uh, we slid down on my on my young dog, my nigga B, Bzo, as niggas call him, cousin. Man, we slid up in the bar and shit, you know. <laughs> nigga, we slid up in the bar, you know. I I ordered me a drink, you know. Spiff ordered him a drink. Bezo ordered him a drink. And we got this little nigga Solo with us. How old was you, Solo? Bro. Because <laughs> that was years ago. Hey, I had to have been like 14, 15, bro. <laughs> 14, I 15. can't lie because I was in ninth grade, bro, or going to ninth grade that year, bro. But I was for sure not in 10th grade, bro. Yeah. So, man, that shit was crazy, man. Wow. Hey, what, hey, hey, what did what did Shorty say to uh to Solo when it was at the bar? Hey, bro, we sitting up in that bitch. That bitch looked at him. She was like, yeah, anything to drink for you? He was like, yeah, Corona. I think we all ordered around the beers. Because that's, you know, when you yeah, get 
to the, you gotta, you gotta warm up to that shit. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I take Corona too. She was like, how old are you? He was like, shit, I think I'm like 23 at the time, 22, like 22. Like when your birthday? This nigga was like quick, like instantly, like May 14th, 1991. Boom, nigga, if that shit ain't genius. Me, if I'm in that situation, yeah. I'd have froze up. I'd have been like, uh. <laughs> Duh. And then she just handed that nigga that shit right there. Boom. Cracked it and everything. It takes some ball. You ordering your own drink, knowing damn well, nigga, you in your early teens. Yeah. Come on, stop it. Stop. I don't, I don't know if y'all yeah. niggas really notice like that shit do really take balls, but that just shows you what type of you know nigga he is, man. That lets you know it's like he he good under pressure, man. He great under pressure, man. And that shit was easy, man. He ordered the drink, she brought it, cracked the point, tossed that bitch in the air, man. It was all said and done from there, man. Hell yeah, dog. Like. I mean, I, I really wanted to drink with my niggas, you feel me? I'm not about to, you know, you feel me? I mean, I had to get that drink, you know how it go. Yeah, but but carrying on from, you know, just just you as a young dog, man. So so how did this whole whole concept come up as, you know, the, the title, you know, Color Me Bad? Where you get that from? So look, dog. It all started with this conversation with me and my nigga Choice. Shout out to my nigga Choice Gans. We was sitting in the whip. We was talking about how we didn't want to be boxing as artists. Like, a lot of the times, rappers like me, because if niggas, niggas probably don't know my background as like a rapper, but, um, like, I started rapping as like a super, trying to be a super lyrical nigga and shit. And, like, I didn't even battle niggas my first day of high school. Like, battle rap niggas type shit. Like, yeah, you feel me? Um, so that's how we started, but me and Choice was talking about how we didn't want to be boxed in as, you know, rappers and shit, and, like, who, who feel like being the serious, lyrical-ass nigga all the time? I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't want to listen to it if you're serious. You me? Like, so, so, he, he said that he was gonna name his project Colors because of people hear colors when they see sounds type shit. Yeah. So, when I was making the project... I'm like, dog, it's a whole bunch of different flavors on this bitch. I'm like, damn, I thought back to that combo me and Choice said. I'm like, I don't want to steal this nigga title and shit. So I'm thinking this shit. I'm like, we'll relate to the content a lot. And on the on the content, I'm talking about, like, just the pursuit of happiness or the pursuit of, you know, which is known as the pursuit of money, like, to some. You feel me? So I'm saying, damn, Kendrick got a song, the Untitled 7 he performed. He said, I hit the bank today and tell him, color me bad, blue faces. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, color me bad. That's it. And then come to find out, like, I got a song, the last song called The End, which is a dedication to my nigga Capital C's. He, uh, I, I quote him on there, I'm like, Call my bluff, I don't know Satan. Not a Satan, it's called my bluff, I don't know Satan. Capital C's got a line saying, uh, how am I a Satanist? I don't know who Satan is. Mm. So come to find out, Color Me Bad was a group back in the day, like back in the 80s. They had some controversy for yeah. devil worshiping and shit. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> was this shit meant to be? Like, It seemed like everything is starting to kind of like play into each other. Yeah, like for real. But and that's like, usually how good shit come, man. You yeah. you come with something and it just kind of just fits and sticks. Yeah, like that shit was surreal because it's like 
even some of the bars on there, I'm talking about Valentine's Day. Well, I'm making references that could be applied to Valentine's Day, and I just so happened to drop on Valentine's Day. Yeah, but I didn't plan none of this shit. I'm, I'm on there like, the love we know for like February, and I'm saying shit like, Cupid, how like me, got a nigga ducking strays, and I just so happened to drop on Valentine's Day. Man. So it's just, it's just crazy how this shit all came together and shit, and like, I'm really, I'm really proud of this project for real, for real. Man. Dog, man, that shit is crazy, man. Just just seeing how the whole, you know, the whole project came together and, and what I heard, man, so much growth on that bitch, man. I'm I'm super proud of you, man. And I know Spiff will say probably the same, man. It's, I don't know, man. It's definitely, man. Just to just come up with a whole concept, that takes years and just like trial and error, basically getting in the studio, seeing what works, what doesn't work. Finding your identity as a rapper and, you know, just sticking to it, bro. You know, being an artist is so much, you know, conflict with, you know, you just being indecisive and shit like that. And to fully commit to one theme, one project, one sound, like, mm-hmm. that shit is amazing to me, bro. It's amazing. And it I'm is. Proud. I could be more proud. I couldn't, man. It's a, um... And I and I could be I could be biased, man. And I could be full of myself. But don't you love when you get shouted out on songs? I was in the car. He was like, nigga, man, me just spiff knew I was dope, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Yeah. Nigga, I was on my way to work, dog. Like, yeah, nigga, I knew it. Since this nigga was like 14, I knew this nigga was tight. Nigga, fuck y'all niggas that just co- hopping on the fucking wave, bitch. Hey, look. <laughs> I'ma talk about that song because that song was strictly from the heart, nigga. That was, nigga. That's that was that, the intro song too. Yeah, and that's like my whole identity on that song. It's like you feel me. So when them lines came, it was just perfect. I'm like, that's this the icing on the cake. I gotta shout out my <laughs> niggas. You feel me? That's the icing on the cake. But like the inspiration behind that song was Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part Two. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my favorite songs ever. So yeah. I'm like. Let me just write some shit from the heart of all bars, man. Like, going in. I was rapping for, like, four minutes on that bitch, like. And then, like. Going in on that motherfucker. Yeah, niggas, niggas be telling me, like, like my nigga Comp. Shout out my nigga Comp, dog. My nigga Comp. That's a real nigga, dog. If y'all don't know Comp, man. That's a real-ass nigga. But, like, he was telling me, like, it sounded like God was speaking through me on that track. And I'm like, dog, like. That shit was really like a out of body experience writing that shit. Like for real, for real. Like I fuck with that song so much. That's like my favorite song, bro. Damn, I was gonna ask you what was your favorite song on that bitch. You know, besides that one, is there any other ones that you like that you kinda like go back to like, yeah, I'm I'm kinda getting off on this bitch. Man. Yeah, Legends of the Winter. Everybody like yeah. Legends of the Winter for real, for real. I feel like Legends of the Winter, uh that was yeah. Yeah. Man, nice to cook up that beat, bro. I heard that beat. I'm oh, like did that one? Yeah, I'm like, I gotta eat this one, bro. <laughs> I just came on there talking up shit like for real, for real, but like Yeah, I fought I fought with Legends of the Winter, I fought with um I fuck with Scarlet Letter too. Like that's I had fun on that one for for I fuck with that shit. Man, this whole shit slams all the way through, man. I fuck with that shit, man. Like like this is the type of shit I just get up and you know on my way to work in the morning I just throw this shit on just to 
Cause I, I wanna hear I wanna hear something that make me feel a certain way, man. And this shit make me feel a certain way. Cause you as you know, solo, and, and Spiff can tell you, man. I only listen to shit that I that I can feel something that I'm that I'm going through right now. That's the type of shit I wanna listen to. And it's the type of shit that made me feel a certain kind of type of way when I listen to it, man. Hey, that's real, bro. Like I, I'm glad you feel that way, dog. Cause like, you know, that just that just like opened my perspective as an artist, bro. Like for real, for real. Like that's what I was talking about when I said I got a certain responsibility now with it that come with the talent, bro. Like, and I really gotta really gotta take you know people into consideration, cause like it'd be certain shit I don't even want to put in the music that I don't put in the music. Like and I'm like, duh, I don't know if people gonna fuck with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on here talking about some real personal shit, but like. It's like fuck it, man. Everybody human, bro. We all go through. Hey, shit, everybody bro. human, like, man. And and it's on you to be transparent. Let let people see what's into your world. That makes everything that much better. Cause you never know who you relating to at the end of the day. Hell yeah, and that's like really what connect people to artists. Like the reason why like I came up and I and I fuck with J Cole, like artists like J Cole so much is cause like damn, like nigga, is you did you live the same shit that I live or something? Like you really talking to me like and that's really something that I wanted to do as an artist, like I don't really fuck with J. Cole. (laughs) You do, but you just ain't had no shit like relevant to you. In the meantime, in between time, but Cole is a legend, bro. All right. Cole is a fucking legend, and anything that Meech got to say about that shit is raps, though. But speaking (laughs) speaking on you, though. Speaking on solo, young MC, what's next though? What's what's next for you? Uh, I definitely got you know a lot of drops on the way and shit, man. Um, I'm dropping a video soon for Legends of the Winter, like top of March and shit. Uh, but yeah, definitely just you know more videos for the projects and more drops along with the videos, like while I work on another project and shit, like. I really want to do something very special for the for the next project, like, cause I can only do better now. Like, I don't want to decline in growth. Like, I gotta keep growing. I gotta keep evolving as an artist. So, it's just really gonna be the evolution to me from here, for real, for real. So, can you say you like figured out your sound completely, or is it still evolution for that? I mean, I feel like it's always evolution, but. Can you say you figured out the type of artist that you want to be? I can't even be fake. Like, I ain't figured out my sound really. I ain't tapped into, I only tapped in like, in my opinion, like, I tapped into like 40% of my, you know, uh, sound for real, for real. Like, I know who I am as a lyricist, but like, really, I'm just, you know, and a lot of people do it, but I'm just, you know, um, showing odes to my favorites like even with some of the flows and but i really gotta i really gotta um dig so i can find my unique sound like i do got a sound but you know i'm i'm paying i'm paying homage to my favorites like i'm on there trying to you know get my best push impression sometimes i'm even on there like doing my own ross type shit uh a nigga yeah, you feel me? Like a nigga that I fuck with a lot is Lucky and shit, and I uh he a rapper from Chicago and shit. 
and I, I definitely study him, you know, on some of these records. Uh, even Hove a little bit, you feel me? Of course, Hove is like, that's, that's, yeah, that's niggas know about Hove. I, I can't say Hove the goat no more, but what people view Tupac as is what I view Hove as. Like, I can say I that. I do not understand that then, because I look at I look at Jay and and Tupac in like totally different. Like, yeah, it's like I'm I relate more to Jay Z than Tupac, right? Then that's what I'm saying. Like, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, but you know how niggas just be like Tupac the goat, like on nah, real. I, I, I never said no dumbass shit like that. Yeah, I haven't either. But like, how the masses would say, how the mass rap fan that I don't know, bro, because the mass rap fan really, the mass true rap fan really wouldn't say that shit. But like, shout out to Pac though, Pac a real nigga, but. The mass true hip hop fan wouldn't say that, but like you know, the just the average nigga gonna say Tupac the greatest of all time type shit, or maybe that's just a myth or some shit. But anyway, like I think Hove is like the OG rapper that's like just the best. Like, but I think Kendrick is the greatest ever though. Like, well let well let me ask. I'm gonna I'm go around. I'm gonna ask everybody, and this ain't this ain't just who you think is the top five. You know, or whoever, who is your top five like rappers that molded who you are, that molded like who who spoke more to you, man? So, go ahead, you go first, man. In no specific order, I'm gonna say Nas, Cole, Jay Z, Kendrick, and Three Stacks. That's the top. That show. That's the five that that defines who you are. Yeah. I like that. I like that, man. I let I let solo go last. If it's uh to me, to to understand who I am, my top five will probably be Jay. Oh man, this is hard, man. Cause it's, cause y'all gonna look at me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you can do an honorable mention. It's up to you. It's up to you. Yeah. My top five to me that that to understand me personally would probably be Jay, Street Lord One, Payroll, Giovanni, <laughs> Payroll, Kanye, and. I'll probably have to say maybe mm, Nate Dog. I, I really want to say Snoop, but I Nate Dog with the singing man, it just yeah, it's it's different, man. And who who who's the top five you know artists that you know made you who you are today, Solo? Man, this is real tough, dog. Like this is really tough. Fuck. All right, I ain't gonna lie. J. Cole, number, well, not no particular order, but J. Cole, like, I learned how to rap off J. Cole. Like, um, K. Dot, of course. Um, Hove, of course. Jay Z, of course. And then I gotta, damn, dog. I gotta put Wayne in there because. Carter Two just a part of who I am. Like That's I wouldn't, yeah, for real. Like I wouldn't be me if like it wasn't for Carter Two. Like for real, for real. Like 
But yeah, we we can do the honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's your Who's your honorable mention, Spiz? My honorable mention is Ross, nigga. That's Ross, a fact. That's a fact. Ross, <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody like I like Jay Z. Jay Z my top five because he talked that shit yeah. that I need to hear and it made me better. But Ross, he on the same wavelength. But he just don't have as much more as much success as uh, Jay Z. But like as far as like that motivational or just like on some real shit, can't nobody spit on the soulful beat. Like it's like top three. You got no specific order. You got Ross, Hov, and fucking um, Yay. For real, to make that shit mainstream. I mean, we got a lot of rappers that can spit up that shit. But like to make that shit like. Hit top 100 type shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to jock your same honorable mention, but it's definitely Ross. But just going back in the day, man, I want to say, like, somebody that kind of molded me to who I am today. And it's not, like, nothing crazy like that. But I would say probably Jeezy, man. That, that whole... Thug Motivation 101. That kind of, that shit kind of like raised niggas. That shit came out when I want to say when I was getting out of out of uh, elementary school. I think I was graduating like motherfucking eighth grade when Thug Motivation 101 came out, man. And like that whole summer, like that's the only shit I would listen to besides that and, and probably Wayne. So. I'm gonna I'm I'm touch back on that Thug Motivation 101, but let Solo get his off before we go because it's the same way for y'all. Yeah, who your honorable mention, Solo? Man, I look you gotta do a couple, cause it's like, man, of course Ross, bro. Ross, my favorite poet, like that's a rapper, bro. That nigga so poetic, man. This nigga said, I'm riding down the block, screaming fuck one time. I gave her to the block, I fuck one time. I'm like, bro, this is the most beautifulest shit I ever heard. This shit so poetic, bro. But uh. Push, bro. Push. And then I drank three stacks, bro. I don't think I named that nigga, bro. Three stacks, ill, bro. But yeah, man. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Again, man, I'm glad my nigga solo here, man. But, but we, we about to take another break, man. Pour up some drinks, man, and uh, we about to make a seamless transition right now. Hey, man, peep gang. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Shit, when when I was trying to get this podcast off the ground with Spiff, man, we had a lot of questions, man. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, how do I how do I make money off this podcast, man? Man, peep game. The answer to every one of those questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors, too, so you can get paid to podcast, man. Secure the bag. Listen, man, me and, me and Spiff, man, we ain't, we ain't come here to get paid off this, man. We just wanted everyone to enjoy, you know, and listen to our convos and stories about, you know, our upbringing. But why not get paid for it? You know what I'm talking about? So... If you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join me, Spiff, and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. 
And guess what, man? We can't wait to hear your podcast, man. So, hey, that's it. My nigga Spiff got the good push plan, man. Solo up here pouring up drinks and shit. You already know what time it is, man. But in the meantime, man, you dog, you wanna know what I what I'm really waiting for? <laughs> I'm waiting for the motherfucking income tax checks, man. Hey, hey, shout out to my baby mama, dog. <laughs> man, that that woman, she's so most gracious. It's ghetto fat bitches time to strive right now, <laughs> nigga. You got it, boo. The man. world is yours, man. <laughs> man, me and, me and the lady. Oh, let me tell y'all niggas this shit, man. I'm sitting up there getting the taxes done, me and the lady and shit. You know, the tax lady, she come down. She hands me my shit. She was like, hey, don't be out here trying to have no more kids, man. Don't have no more kids. If you're not trying to take care of them, motherfucker. I looked at her crazy. Like, you don't take care of mine. But after after Shorty got her shit and I grabbed my shit, we grabbed, we walked out the door. She was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to give you half of this little, this little baby tax credit. I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm about to go get stick. <laughs> I'm about to go get me some white stick Buffy boys, man the fuck is you talking about, man? Boys, white stick <laughs> Buffy boys Yes, man, man what, what, what you gonna do with your motherfucking income taxes, man? Well, unfortunately, I owe Because I've been killing the ass all year Um, But shit, though I'm gonna pay the ass and mind my business You feel me? But next year, I should get something back So we gonna stack up Solo, what you gonna do with your income taxes, man? I know you a, a street hood nigga, <laughs> so I don't even know if you even get one. But what you gonna do with yours, big dog? Man, I ain't no street hood nigga, man. I'm just solo, dog. But uh, shit, I do. I work like three jobs last year. Shit, I'm paying all bills, student loan, all types of shit, all that. Oh, you ain't no real nigga, man. I would have took that shit and invested that bitch. Threw that bitch on a coin, man, and would have bought some slabs with that bitch. <laughs> hey, I feel that though. I feel that though. But fuck all that. I'm on niggas, man. I'm young as hell, and I I don't know what the fuck happened, but life. I, I got all these bills and shit, man. I just looked up one year and I had a whole bunch of bills and shit, so I'm paying them back. So these these hoe ass niggas stop calling me and shit. That shit crazy. Dog, this nigga Spiff, man. I don't know, man. This nigga hit me up one day telling me this wild ass story, dog. Like, you gotta you gotta tell people what the fuck was going on to this shit, man. Like, please, please share it. Alright, so, I was gonna chill on it and wait for another episode, but when we was discussing the, the top five rappers... Of all time, you gave that honorable mention of that GZ Thug Motivation One on One that introduced, well, that triggered me like to the first time I was really introduced to rap. And you know, me and Solo, bro, like we got an interesting past. Like, why, like we be chilling, but wild shit just be happening. So, my uncle Gary, like my man's bro, and I don't know if Solo remember him fully, cause I was probably like. 13, 14, when he moved back with us, he was he was living in D.C. But, um, yeah, so that nigga, um, 
this one bootlegs was still popping. He was like, but he was an older nigga. He was like, man, you heard this Jeezy? This shit go crazy. I'm like, what? No. So he played that shit, and that was like my first introduction to like rap rap like you you know how you would hear songs on the radio and shit like that but like listen to a full project and shit so it was my first shit or whatever so moving forward he was staying with us for a minute you feel me like just just chilling mind you probably like a year prior we went out to go visit them good job government job all that shit you feel me so how you get from point A to point B in only a year? So I don't know shit, you feel me? My mama really didn't fuck with him. My pops was like, this is my brother, so this is what I got to do type shit. So we, we, he, he living with us or whatever, introducing me to rap, introducing Solo to rap somewhat. I know he kind of don't remember, kind of do remember. So one day, and this entails the story... One day, like, he always used to be having to lift the weights, so we went up to Lasky, the recreation center on Van Dyke. Yeah, but if you're not on the east side, you don't know nothing about that. But it's right there, nigga, right? Right across the street from that Comerica ATM and shit. You see the football field. So, you know, I'm hooping. I'm getting my shots up. He in there lifting weights or whatever the case may be. Mind you, we a push to that bitch in my pop's car. You feel me, pop's, like... At the crib, chilling, mom's at work. So, boom, you know, I'm shooting, shooting, whatever. I go in there with him. You feel me in the weight room? He lift the weights like, oh, yeah, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. I'm like, cool. He was like, you about ready to go? I'm like, shit. You know, I done tired myself out for a young nigga. I'm straight as hell. You feel me? And so he was like, well, I'm about to hit the shower. You feel me? And I'm like, bet. Well, I'm about to uh, hit the shower, change my clothes. So, boom, you know. Niggas uh fucking shower up and shit like that. Boom. Soon as we, I'm putting on my clothes in the locker room, he in the locker room and shit like that. Boom. FBI bust through the door, nigga. No lie, nigga. The the feds though. This ain't this some shit out of a movie though. I'm talking about suited the fuck up though, like. Like suited the fuck up, badge on the fucking belt line, nigga, guns blazing. First time a nigga pulled a burner on me was the feds, bro. I'm 13, you feel me? Yeah. Boom, gun in the face, like, get the fuck on the ground, don't say shit. <laughs> so they're like, all right, you could go, you feel me? But he coming with me, I'm like, what the fuck? Mind you, I just got a cell phone probably like two months prior. Called Pops, like, damn, is this going on and shit like that, FBI? He like, oh, shit, well, you gonna have to bring my motherfucking car back. I'm like, nigga, I don't got no type of ills, nigga. I only drove, I only done drove by once or twice. He was like, I don't give a fuck what the fuck going on, nigga. Bring my car back in the next 10 minutes or I'm gonna beat your ass. (laughs) So, boom, got the keys, you feel me? Push, nigga, start that bitch up, push. Like, you know where I stay at, you know where Lasky at. So I basically gotta go straight down seven mile past the train tracks through a couple lights, which is like probably 0.5 miles away. But for a 13 year old with no L's, this shit is intense. Start that bitch up, boom. Push to the crib, you feel me? And then that's that. But come to find out, my uncle is one of the greatest scammers alive, nigga. Like that nigga, that nigga been scamming, bro. What that nigga got locked up for was that nigga was working for the IRS, and that nigga got the writing fake 
income tax checks to motherfuckers sending to all his motherfuckers like they not fake but they just not like a nigga ain't authorized sign off they, on a bitch you feel hell. me they real as fuck you can cash them bitches they got, anywhere they came from the government but they, they, they did the, uh, they ain't come from the like the, the the pure process and shit so this nigga motherfucking like oh yeah i got you i got you this is in the third and that nigga always some shit that Stood with me, he was like, Yeah, you know, I'm the ghetto Robin Hood. I ride from the rich stills to the poor. And I'm like, Nigga, what? Okay. This nigga writing bold ass income tax checks and sending it to you for a fee. Type shit. Like, give me 50, I'll give you like a thousand on your income tax shit. He was the first nigga to turn 100 to 100,000. I'm telling you, nigga, you better stop. That's why that shit running the family, bro. But. Like, and then after that, bro, like, that nigga just always been getting locked up back then. I ain't seen that nigga since I was, like, 13. Nigga, I'm 27, nigga. That's years, nigga. Years. But that shit just wild as fuck, though, to me, bro. And I just wanted to share that with the people, bro. Cause, that nigga, we, crazy. We out here, nigga. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Spiff and uh, Solo Uncle as being the original scammer of the, the year. <laughs> but... <laughs> Man, that's... Shout out to that nigga, man. That nigga put me on Tupac. I was like seven years old, bro. <laughs> I ain't know what the fuck them niggas was talking about, but that shit was hard as hell, bro. <laughs> Don't, ain't that shit the best, though? Like... I don't know. It it could be just for me, man. You ever watch some shit you don't fully understand what the fuck is really going on? But when you go back, you be like, damn, this shit way deeper than what the fuck it is, man. Hey, that shit just happened today, bro. Uh, that nigga Chance verse on uh Kanye album. The uh, what was that shit called? That shit was weak as hell, but <laughs> it was like a couple hours ago, dog. Chance had a verse on that bitch. You talking about uh Pablo? Yeah, man. Hey, Chance really snapped on that bitch. That nigga is a top tier lyricist, man. For that, verse. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but that verse, man. That that verse aged so well, dog. Like, for real, man. And I ain't understand it all the way, but I understand it now, bro. That shit hard, bro. Man, that shit is crazy, man. But but carrying on from <laughs> from these niggas scamming ass. You know, uncle and shit, man. I really wanna, uh, I really wanna. Damn, do I really wanna? Yeah, I really wanna. I really wanna. Um, give me, give me one second to debrief with my, with my peoples, and we're gonna be right back, man. But yeah, it's just to carry on from, from what's going on over here. My nigga Solos over here, rolling up the Weedles and shit, man. And that shit just that shit just brought me back to a time and shit that I was just thinking about in my head. It just kind of randomly flashed in my head, man. Like Spiff, no, I don't know if Solo really know, but it was it used to be this little little this little broad I was dealing with at the time or whatever. This was a uh, when was this? This is this is after we came back from Grambling, man. Like the summer session. Cause we had did like a couple classes like over the summer or whatever. We was out there for what about a month or two. Can't two months. So we did like two months down there at Grambling or whatever, and came back to the crib or whatever. So the little the little shorty I was dealing with at the time and shit, she was on her way to go to school and shit. She ain't she haven't left yet. She was getting ready to go. So 
I ain't even gonna hold y'all niggas up, man. I was already on fuck shit when I woke up that morning. <laughs> like, at, at that point, like, I was already kind of, like, over that, like, little situation, man. That little relationship, man, that was kind of, like, dead as hell, for real. So, but, whatever. So, fast forward, you know, she, she telling me come over. I slid over there. And, you know, she with her brother, you know, her brother there or whatever. She was like, yeah, you know, meet you smoke, whatever. I was like, yeah, I smoke, whatever. So, in my head, I was already on fuck shit. <laughs> so, so I, I hit the weed with the, with the nigga or whatever. So, I come back up in the house, man. And so, she like, yeah, my, uh, my friend about to come over or whatever and, and kick it with us for a second. Mind you, Spiff. I don't know. Do you remember that? Uh, see, I don't want to say no names. I don't want to say. Let me continue. Let me see. Okay. Let me, all right. Well, her friend, man, she light skinned. She, she straight. Cool or whatever. Titties crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we chilling or whatever. Her friend come over. They doing what girls do. They talking or whatever. Whoop de whoop. So, I think we... I think we went to the store on some dumb shit or whatever. So we, we whoops up to the store or whatever. And I'm like, and I look at my girl and I look at her friend. I'm like, man, your friend got some big ass titties, dog. I was like, at that moment, I was like, man, I was just so over that shit, man. I just needed a reason for, uh, for me to just not deal with her ass no more. And the whole time though, Spiffler peeped this though. I'm texting, I'm texting the other little John. You know what I'm talking about? I, I'm talking, you know, I'm texting a whole other John because I'm like, man, I'm about to slide on over there. But I was supposed to be chilling with my girl before she leave and go to school and shit, but I really didn't give a fuck. But so I, after I tell this old girl, like, man, you got some big ass titties or whatever. You know what the broad said? What's she She's like, bitch, did I tell you to put up them titties when my man is around? <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. She didn't even get pissed at me. She just would have snapped on her whole friend and shit. But that shit was tight, though. You know, <laughs> like a couple, <laughs> like a couple years later. When, when we was like the whole like file crew shit, man, we had a, y'all niggas had got a room at the uh, at the Victory. This is when Chuck had first put up us on uh, on that. Uh, remember that Plenty of Fish at? <laughs> stop it, stop it. No, continue. I ain't got nothing to say about it. Continue. So, so I I downloads that little app or whatever, and I'm like I'm looking for like people that's around me and shit. And guess who popped up? Her motherfucking friend with the big ass titties, man. What? Smith Lord, you know I messaged her ass, though. <laughs> that bitch, them bitches was spilling out the bra, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. What, what did she say when you messaged her, though? Oh, no, she blocked me after that, though. I didn't go on <laughs> to niggas up. But shit, she already know what time it was, though. But that shit just funny as hell, man. How, how a girl is just like, you know, just straight up just shit on her whole friend because... Because of your ass, man. I was definitely in the wrong on that shit. 100% all the way through, man. So, 
Well, let me ask you, Spiff. Have you ever said something so crazy in front of your girl, man, that just, like, just baffled her? Yeah. I remember I was in the A and shit. We ride. She used to work at a bar or whatever. So, like, I dropped her off at work or whatever, but... Like, I was getting ready to go on myself, so I had the full nine, I had the cut, I had the gear, nigga just went shopping and everything. Oh, you was sauced up. And, uh, so she walking in, whatever, and I'm, you know, escorting to being the gentleman I am. A bitch, matter of fact, her name was China, nigga. For anybody that don't know, nigga, if you ever run into any bitch named China, that bitch is with the shits, nigga. I don't give a fuck, it's proven. Every bitch I know that go by the name of China always been thick as hell for some reason. I don't know why. Fuck. So, and there's nothing just so out the way, though, but bitch China walked up, you feel me? And she was like, damn, who man is that? I'm like, bitch, I'm yours. Exact words. I'm saucy a little bit, but mind you, though, my bitch, like, right next to me, though, like, directly across from me. Yeah. Nigga, I look over, nigga. She pissed, nigga. <laughs> she fucking swung on me and everything, but I died that bitch and ran out the door. Man, this nigga Spiff just did the uh, Floyd May- Mayweather, you know, duck and roll and shit. That's what I'm saying, but that's probably the only thing I done said without going into detail, though, because my words hurt, nigga. I'm a Libra, bro, so I'll be holding that shit in for a minute until I say what I got to say. But that's probably, like, the most out of the way, like, shit I've ever said in front of my significant other. Well, I know this nigga Solo has uh, got all the hoes and shit, man. What's what's the craziest shit you just said to a, to a broad or to your lady? It don't even matter, man. What's, tell me something, man. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, man, the list too long, bro. <laughs> hey, these hoes really hate me in real life, bro. I don't be knowing why, but I be talking crazy to these hoes, bro. But I'm trying to think, man. I don't want to say no recent shit, man. You gotta say some shit past the statute of limitations. I'm just playing. But, uh. Damn, dog. Think long, think wrong, dog. I'm gonna just say some recent shit, man. I hope this bitch don't hear this shit. But. Promise, man. We only got like maybe a hundred listeners. I'm sure she not wanted a hundred. But, um. So this bitch, she hit me up, you know. It's late as hell. She talking about, can you come to this room? It's 30 minutes away from where I'm at. So I'm like, um, is we fucking? <laughs> she like, stop talking to me. She was like, I mean, at least you asked, man. That's that's the only way I was coming 30 minutes. And it's 2 a.m. What the fuck? Right. I look like coming 30 minutes from where I'm at to just chill with you. And that's what I told her basically, and like she was hurt off that shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm, it ain't that. Like you not my bitch. Like I'm not one of the other niggas that really care about you. <laughs> like for real. Cause hoes be wanting like 13 niggas to care about them at one time. Like one not good enough. So niggas, I just be like, I can't. Like got time for that shit. Yeah, man. 30 minutes, like dog. I'm not about to drive 30 minutes just at 2 a.m. Yeah, nah. just to come talk to you. Like, <laughs> But yeah, that's the craziest shit I didn't say recently. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all niggas heard it, but this nigga said, like, bitches, you fucking for sex, man. You fucking for sex? <laughs> like, that's, 
And you know what? At that time, shout out to my cousin Chucky, man. He the, he the one that came up with that phrase, is you fucking for sex. And at the time, we was clowning this nigga like, man, that was the funniest shit that we ever heard. Mind you, we riding down motherfucking Connor, heading towards the fucking freeway on the east side, of course. And we see a girl at the bus stop, and he yells at the window like, hey, bitch, is you fucking... You know he stuttered. Is you fucking for sex? (laughs) We was in the car fucking dying. But you know what? That makes so much sense now. Because bitches out here fucking for checks. Bitches out here fucking for bundles. Bitches out here fucking for pills. But bitch, is you just fucking just to be fucking? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That makes sense. Is you just fucking just to be fucking, man? Listen, man. Hey, I met the most freakiest bitch that I think I ever met, bro. This bitch I met at Oakland and shit. Shout out to my nigga. Oh, you? Oh, you, man. This bitch was freaky as hell, but this bitch was like, I was so young. This was my freshman year in college. This bitch just opened my mind to like. Uh, she uh, turned uh, you the fuck out. Yeah, like, cause we had a convo about this shit before we even fucked. She was like, girls wanna be hoes too. And like, I knew this shit, but this was my first time hearing a female actually say this. Like, and then she was just telling me, like, how this shit was a one night stand. And I was cool with it at first, but this bitch fucked me so good. It's like, damn, bitch. Like, I you done got your motherfucking man, socks blew off. Dog, for real. But that bitch. That's a bitch that just be fucking just to fuck. Like, for real, for real. Yeah, like. I ain't gonna ask you for her number, but give it to Spiff. <laughs> <laughs> I got a girl. I'm I'm loyal. But yeah, man. Shout out to that bitch, man. She really opened my mind, for real, for real. Was she older? No, she was my age. She, oh, that bitch been fucking. I guess so, man. I really don't, you know, I ain't, I don't really be too concerned with, you know, the body counts and shit, what these hoes be doing, but... Yeah, she definitely was fucking for sure. Hey, she fucked me first night, so you know. Man, speaking of fucking and shit, <laughs> that's a that's a nasty ass segue. Hey. That's a nasty ass segue. But what's what's up with your man's uh, Robert Kraft, man? Oh, Why I hear God. we got the meek playing in the hey. background and shit. Hey, hey, Bleak. put me on. Put me on. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my whole little outlet. One. <laughs> Stop acting like rich white men don't buy bitches, nigga. That's for one. For two, like, when I looked at all the facts, I read the article, I watched the news report. Like, that nigga was doing everything. For you don't know, like, I didn't know. I just seen a nigga in some Carmo de Garcon baseline with fucking Meek and uh, that nigga O'Malley and shit, bro, with some forces on. I'm like, who the fuck is this all white man? So, I, I come to later find out that this nigga is the owner of the Patriots. Billionaire. You feel me? Been been the owner for 25 years, six rings type shit, Jordan. Whatever the case may be. So, that nigga basically got in trouble for buying bitches. You feel me? But it wasn't his fault. So, when I go, when I, when I, when I go into, like, everything that happened, one, that nigga was ducked off. You feel me? In Jupiter, Florida, wherever the fuck that is. Nigga, when I looked at the spot that he was buying the bitches at, it's a low-key, like, in the strip mall. look like a nail shop, but it just hates spot on that bitch. To his, to his disadvantage, they had already been investigating them niggas for sex trafficking and shit like that. So when I read the report and watched the interview, 
They saying like, oh, this nigga's a regular in that bitch. Like that nigga bite bitches like weekly in that bitch. You feel me? So my only fault to him is like, bro, like do what you gonna do. But the rule is don't ever get caught. You feel me? And shit, that nigga got caught. Like I had no, like I don't have no problem with that nigga deal. White, rich, rich white men buy bitches. That nigga wife died probably like 2011, so about eight years ago. He got a bitch, you feel me, a girlfriend, but she young, so. I mean, imagine what type of kinky shit that nigga's into that that niggas won't do. So, I don't got no fault with it. Like, fucking do you. That shit crazy, man. When I I first heard that story, you know, I got the ESPN app on my phone. So, it came in. (laughs) Do-do-do, (laughs) do-do-do. Robert Crabb picked up in a a prostitution ring. I'm like, my nigga. Peep games, Phil. This nigga been, he been rolling with Meek since he got out of jail for like the last, I don't know how long Meek been out of jail for, about six, seven, eight, a year, I don't know. This nigga was just on stage with Cardi B dancing and shit. This nigga been all up and through the hoods, I seen him in a video with Diddy and shit. And you telling me ain't no bitches fucking you, my nigga? Meek, why you ain't put your motherfucking mans on? Your man's getting picked up in the motherfucking prostitution ring. What the fuck? It's the thrill, bro. It's not about who can get bitches, who can't. Like, nigga, it's the thrill, nigga, doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing, nigga. My nigga. I could, dog, I could easily go put this nigga up on some hoes, man. Fuck is you talking about? This nigga worth a big B, man. You out here, bitches out here fucking for nothing. It's a fed case, but he charged with a misdemeanor. So anyway, it go. He gonna pay his way out of that shit, nigga. And niggas don't forget in the next six months anyway. That's a fact, man. That shit just crazy. Just seeing that shit come across my timeline, and they on that bitch talk about like a dozen other people was like caught in that whole shit. That nigga <laughs> was a regular, bro. Like that nigga was in that bitch, nigga buying bitches. Like yeah, I have the usual in this bitch. <laughs> I'll, I'll take uh, some pussy with a side of head. <laughs> oh, shit. My nigga Dusty. That nigga, uh, he got said some shit on this song. He was like, I had some apple juice with a side of head. <laughs> that shit was hard. I remember that. <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah, that shit was hard. <laughs> had some apple juice with a side of head. Yeah, man. Shout out to Robert Crab, man. Stop buying bitches. Come to the city, man. Bitches out here fucking for for perkies and uh, a wing ding dinner at Coney and shit. Man. Oh, shit. That shit fucking retarded. But yeah, man. I think we might go and have to wrap this bitch on up, man. Again, we got, we got Spit Florida in this bitch. Yo, follow me at underscore Spifflord on Twitter. Yes, sir, man. And solo, man. Let niggas know where they can find Color Me Bad, the album, the mixtape, the project, whatever y'all niggas say, whatever the fuck it is nowadays, and your socials, man. Hell yeah, you can find Color Me Bad on everything. Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, uh, whatever you get music on. But my socials is Cold Game Dolo, C L D G M E Dolo, D O L O, on Instagram and on Twitter. My Snapchat is Cold Game Solo, just with an S. And yeah, so yeah, you can find Coming Bad on everything, though. Like, it's in my bio on social media, so follow me on there. Yes, sir, man.
And as you already know what it is, man. Shit spit floor. Give me, give me a little something I can ride out to real quick, man. Gotcha. Hey. Yeah. Put some shoulders into this one. I might hit the blue face of this shit. Oh shit. <laughs> 